This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1038. Fillers, phrasal verbs, and idioms, oh my! Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. You need native natural fillers for every part of the IELTS speaking exam. Today, we teach you phrasal verbs that can be used as fillers to boost your fluency and coherence and vocabulary scores. Aubrey, my friend, how are you? I'm great. We had a really fun trip to San Diego this last weekend. We went snorkeling and paddleboarding. We rented bikes and rode all up and down the boardwalk. Awesome. It was very dreamy. It was my dreamy. anniversary. Yes. I love it. So I love it. <laughs> I forgot. I haven't. I thought I had. T- I had spoken to you since San Diego, but I guess I haven't. I thought mm-hmm. for some reason I emailed I you. I you were like, "How's San this? Diego?" And I emailed you a little bit. I think that's we why we chatted in person. So that's why. Emails. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so did you guys rent paddle boards and go out? We actually took our own paddle boards because um, we had room and we're like, oh, it'll save us a little expense, but we had to rent yeah. the bikes and we took our own snorkeling gear as well. I guess in La Jolla in Southern California, if any of you listeners ever go, there's this underwater preserve there where you can snorkel and see um, a coral reef. And the, you know, it's not like Hawaii. Yeah. It's not as clear as like snorkeling in Hawaii. I've never been, but I've seen pictures, yeah. but it's still beautiful and really fun. And then there are these caves. There are seven sea caves that you can only see from the water. So you wow. have to kayak or snorkel out and then you can see these sea caves. It was really cool. That Very is adventurous. incredible. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, Guys, listeners, we would love to share our paddleboarding and beach adventure memories with you. Um, You could speak about something like this in speaking part two, for sure. Um, Talk about uh, water sports. That I have seen that as a speaking part three topic, which is weird, but it happens. But that's not our goal today, guys. Our goal is to give you four phrases that you can use as fillers to buy some time, to introduce your ideas, to sound native, even while you are killing time, while you are hesitating, right? Um, Because you can't be quiet on the speaking test, right? And you can't repeat like, well, or um... Or the exact same, you know, a lot of students will start an answer the same way 50 yes. times on their speaking test. And you can't have that kind of repetition. It's pulling down your fluency score. Oh, my gosh. As you said that, it just reminded me that something that we need to tell listeners as well related to that. Guys, do not start speaking part part one answers with, well, to be honest, or that's an interesting question. Because those two phrases do not fit most speaking part one answers. Like, they're great fillers 
for sure, but they have, they do, they still have meaning. And that's the thing, guys. You can't memorize phrases and think they're, they, they just uh, go here always and they don't really mean anything because that's not true. Right. Right. If you've been asked what you eat for breakfast or if you like hanging out with friends, it's weird to be like, well, let me think about that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You don't have to think about that. Right? Or like, um, did you grow up in a house or apartment? Well, to be honest, I grew up in an apartment. <laughs> right. Like, what, you, why would you why not be honest? Why would you be honest? <laughs> so, to be honest, that introduces an opinion, maybe an opinion that you're, you're, not everybody has, or maybe an opinion you think the examiner might feel it's weird or an unexpected opinion. That's when we say, to be honest, right? Um, a notable opinion of some sort. Um, not exactly. to say like my favorite color is red. Like, okay. So today, guys, <laughs> we're going to learn the meanings, right? Of four different phrases you can use to sound very, very native in a, in a few different answers on the speaking test. So Today's, uh, the idea for today's episode actually came from a subscriber on the All Ears English YouTube channel, uh, Miriam Soleimani. Thank you for leaving this comment. Um, and before we get to this, guys, I want to remind you that if you are looking for a way to carry English lessons with you in your pocket, on your phone, wherever you go, improve your listening, Build your personal power vocabulary list like vocab we're teaching you today. The Allers English app is now on Android as well, guys. So Apple users have been able to get on this train for a couple years, but now uh, Android users can too. So guys, allearsenglish.com slash app, and you could check out those uh, both of those options. So, okay. Miriam said, would you please talk about the expression to get to know and to come up with? So there's no real overlap in meaning or usage between these phrases. Um, so we want to focus on the second phrase to come up with, okay? Because Aubrey, you notice this. You're like, oh my gosh, that's a great filler phrase. So when should students use this on IELTS? So the, the thing is, I think you made a good point that there are a lot of filler phrases that work for part three when you're sharing opinions, you're talking about more serious things, frankly, to be honest, honestly, but those don't work for part one. So the ones we're going to teach you today will work for part one, and we'll give you example sentences, and bonus, these are all phrasal verbs. So they're also hitting that idiomatic language. So totally. you're using a phrasal verb, you'll be able to use it in the right context, and you can use it as a filler for part one as well. Completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to come up with, um, that's when you are thinking of an idea. Like, imagine this very literally. Like, there's an idea or a vocabulary word that is coming from the bottom of your brain to the top of your brain so you can say it. Like, that's that's what it is, right? Like, so in the beginning of an answer, you could say like, um, or even in the middle of an answer, you could be like, I... I'm having trouble coming up with the exact word right now, but it here's an example, right? Or yes. like, you know, it's hard to come up with a good reason, but if I had to say, I guess, blah, 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 or like, or if I you're asked your favorite for something, right? And you're like, yeah. I, I don't know if I can come up with a favorite, but I really like blah, blah, blah. 
Right? Totally. Oh, that's a great example. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so guys, definitely write that phrase down. So w- perfect filler phrase, right? Because the meaning is so general. It's just like, I, I, I don't have that idea or that word right now. That's all that means. Which I hear students say that all the time. Like, how do you say that in English? What's the word? So instead of those things, say, "Mm, you know, this is, I can't quite come up with the word, with the idea, with the reason, but, and then you say something else, give a detail, give an example, paraphrase. Um, Okay. So what is another cool phrase we want to teach students So a synonym with the same meaning as come up with is think up. So this is a phrasal verb. Natives use it all the time, and you can use it in the same way. Just say, I'm trying to think up the name of this the band that I really love. I can't. I, I can't come up with it. But they sing rock music, and they have great voices. <laughs> I love it. Um, think up is such, you know, it's such a native phrasal verb, and it it looks easy. Like, it to a native, it looks like something that, maybe is not that advanced, right? To a native. But guys, here's the thing. Like students don't use phrasal verbs like this very often. And the examiner knows this. So guys, don't think this is easy just because these are two easy words, right? Think, oh, that's easy. Up, oh, that's a preposition. But together, guys, as a phrasal verb, this will set you apart from other students, right? Other students will not use this correctly. I promise you. Exactly. Um, it stands out for the examiner because they never hear yep. it. Yeah, exactly. 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 Um, all right. Sweet. So another cool phrase, guys, call to mind. This sounds a little fancier, I would say. Um, so you could use this in part three as well, right? I think this is appropriate for Definitely. all the answers, right? Um, so this just means remember. <laughs> that's it. That's all it means. Call to mind. Remember. That's it. So uh, if you can't remember a name, like this happens to me all the time. Yes. Like you'd be like, uh, in part two, this would be great. I can't, I can't quite call to mind the name of the journalist, but I see her on TV all the time. Um, or yes, you or if you traveled somewhere, if you went like on a vacation with a friend mm. and you could say, we went to this amazing seafood restaurant. I can't call to mind the name of it, which is unfortunate because I would love to recommend it to you, but it. it was fantastic. I love it. Yeah. I think we do usually use it in the negative like that, right? I can't quite call to mind, but we can use it in the positive as well. This would be an interesting way to introduce a description, a detailed description in part two, like call to mind the last time you went to a diner or call to mind the last time you went to a beach. I, and then you could like introduce like your experience. It's like saying, know? imagine if you will. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is a great phrase too. <laughs> that's good too. Imagine if you will. I am going to set the scene. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. Allow me to set the scene, Mr. or Miss Examiner. Oh, and you guys, you- please start your part two answers like that. I would love it so much instead of, I am going to talk about this today, right? Imagine yes. if you will, a cafe by the ocean. I am going to set oh the scene for this majestic trip I took. I legit got the chills just now. I'm not <laughs> even lying. Like, if just imagining a student speaking like that, 
gave me the chills because like that would be so amazing i would be just my mind would be blown as an examiner or a teacher i'd be like oh my god band nine band nine you're amazing stop (laughs) just stop talking now you're band nine nine. we're good (laughs) (laughs) you know what let's just finish this early i'm gonna give you band nine let's go grab a coffee Because I want to be your friend. Like, let's hang out. (laughs) I want to be friends with people that speak in a cool way. That's, you know, one of my requirements for being friends with people. Okay. (laughs) All right. So here's another great phrase, guys. Um, I think we might have mentioned this one before, but a while ago. So if you cannot call to mind a specific word, then we say, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. This is such, it's a long phrase, so it buys a lot of time. So if you can't remember a word, don't just say like, how do you say that in English? Or I don't know the word. Okay. Don't say that. Be like, oh, okay. The adjective, it's it's on the tip of my tongue. It means really, really big or like whatever, right? Um, Yes. And I think it's good to point out here with idioms like this, guys, I'll hear students try to use them. And if you don't have the right collocation, the right prepositions, it sounds really weird. You have to exactly say, it's on the tip of my tongue. If you say like, it's by the tip of my tongue or it's beside the tip of my tongue or at the, you know, there's so many things you could say that's like, nope, that I don't know what that means, right? You have to use it word for word. So when you practice your answers, use it just like that word for word. It's on the tip of my tongue. That's a really good point because (laughs) that right there is what makes phrasal verbs so hard and therefore so impressive when you use them correctly. It's the prepositions, guys. That's that's literally what makes it a phrasal verb. It's a preposition plus a verb. So that's exactly right, guys. You have to use this exactly how we're teaching you or else it's wrong and it doesn't help anything. (laughs) Okay. Um, I like picturing the phrases with other prepositions, though. I like it's beside the tip of my tongue. That's funny. I actually kind of, I love it. I love it. And I know I mess them up all the time in Spanish and French. And I feel like the people I'm talking yeah. to are just like, that's so cute. But unfortunately for the IELTS, test. the examiner is like, no. Not cute. <laughs> Not cute want, on the test. We, we don't like cute on IELTS. No, no, that's um, different. <laughs> all right, last phrase, guys. Bear in mind. Um, before we give you an example of this phrase, because it is, it's more specific than the other mm-hmm, phrases. Yeah. So pay attention to how we use it. But guys, I just want to remind you real fast that our All Ears English app is it's so amazing, you guys. I literally can it would I could do a whole other episode about all the benefits you get from the Allers English app. So definitely check it out. There is a free trial. So just go check it out, guys. Allersenglish.com slash app or Google Store, Apple Play, whatever. Apple Play, is that a thing? Google yeah, I think Play. So. That sounds right. I don't use Apple. I don't know. Okay, (laughs) I should know. (laughs) Wherever you get apps, guys, just look for All Ears English. It is so great, you guys. I had a a listener um, commented on Instagram this week, and they're like, is there an app like yours for Spanish? I was like, no, but there should be. I I wish there was. I want that. I want it in French and Spanish. (laughs) I'd be all over that, right? I would be all over it. I know. All right, sweet. So last phrase, guys, bear in mind. Again, this is more impressive. Um, So it is appropriate for anywhere on the speaking test for sure but it is it is kind of fancy. So I think it's great for speaking part three as well. Um, okay, so bear in mind, you just want to be like, this is like something you need the other person to know before you tell them your answer or before you tell them your story, right? So for example, this happens a lot in speaking part one. 
you're asked about like your childhood or high, a specific high school memory or whatever. And like if, you know, if you're in our age group, maybe you're, you could be like, okay, now bear in mind, I was in high school a couple decades ago, so I don't remember been exactly. Been a minute. But, um, so anytime it's like you need to offer a sort of um, explanation or warning to an Yeah, answer, it's right? almost like be aware, keep right. in mind, or like yeah. you should know, right? Yeah. But bear in mind, this actual phrasal verb is used never by students, right? It's very native, very natural. So instead of saying, you should know this, instead say, bear in mind, it's been a little while since I've been able to hang out with friends because COVID. Oh my gosh. That'd be good too. That is such a good example. Yes. You could use that for any answer. (laughs) Any answer these days, right? Because everything in life is different now. Oh my God. That is so perfect. Um, Guys, we we uh, will do an article about today's episode on our blog, guys. So go to our website, allersenglish.com, and search 1038. That's today's episode. And you can experience this episode in many ways because this is also on YouTube, IELTS Energy TV. Again, 1038 is today's episode, guys. So you can see, you know, because Aubrey and I are just go- stunning teachers. So go stunning. check that out. Um <laughs> I do shower and dry my hair before the Zoom calls. I don't I always put, look like this on the other podcast episodes. I put makeup around my eyes, okay? So don't make that for nothing. Um, right? Bear in mind, I don't wear makeup every day. So go go check out So you better watch the video. Makeup. Make no, it worth why it. Why are we talking about appearances? Just go <laughs> to – go watch us talk, okay? Because it's nice to learn that way as well, just besides sure. audio. You're a visual learner, um, yeah. All right. Awesome. This is super fun. And guys, remember, if you are interested in unlimited IELTS essay feedback, you ha- you got to be a three-key student, but send me an email, jessica at allearsenglish.com. All right. Awesome. Aubrey, thanks for talking today. Yes. Thank you. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.